All right. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Sticks Golf Term Recap Show. Uh, great show this week. Myself, Rosie, and Dusty are all sitting down. We're going to chat all things collapse. Tony Finau backdoors another win. He might be a closer now. Brooke Henderson wins another major um, within a very, very, very solid performance. The U.S. Junior Girls Amateur Championship just ended last week, and the boys are teeing up at Bannon this week. So a lot to talk about. Great pod. Hope you enjoy. All right, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Sticks Golf Tournament Recap Show. Uh, 3M with one of the best collapses of all time. But uh, we got Dusty and Rosie. So what's up, boys? Cheers. How's it going? Not much. Rosie, what are you drinking? Uh, got a Corona Premiere. <laughs> That's not bad. Keeping it nice and light. And a little B Dratty koozie. Ooh, yes, our new uh, podcast sponsor, B Dratty. That's right. That's I'm right. really excited for that. I'm pumped. Congrats, guys. That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, um, I actually, I actually have a B Dratty long sleeve tee on as well. Wow, you're really. That, I mean, that that was that was not intentional. I just it's just one of my favorite. Uh, Great shameless there. plug there, Rosie. Great shameless yeah. plug. Um, Dusty, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm having a Bud Light Lime. <laughs> Wow, it's like summer 2012 day. all over again. Yeah, the uh, the the lime is nice and refreshing. So, <laughs> I'll do a little coffee there, Tom. No, no, this it's brown liquid, but it's just in a in a, in a coffee sort of <laughs> <Yeah>. cup. <laughs> we, got, we got a little Wyoming whiskey. It's it's all good. Oh, I just got done with an eight and a half hour drive, so I literally just pulled in. So that <laughs> tastes really really nice. Um, all right, so because recap show, give us your recap on the Colorado Open real quick. Oh, oh God. Um, first round. Great. Hit it. Awesome. Uh, like honestly probably could have shot like six or seven under that day and then made a, I still think the ball cleared the hazard on 18, but apparently the spotter <laughs> said it didn't. So then I made a bogey, but I, I could have sworn that thing cleared. Um, and then honestly, I just got really fucking nervous to start the second round big time. And I hit a really good first tee shot. And then I was like in between, it was like a really uncomfy wedge on one. And I just absolutely boned the piss out of it. And after that, I just felt really, really uncomfortable for like eight holes. And like out there, it's like really hard to do that and play like good golf. Yeah. So, yeah. Not, that's not awesome. But that, all right. So that's, that's interesting though. Cause like when I was caddying, if, if, all right, you smoke it on one and then boom, if you have a perfect number and you stuff it in there, whatever, six feet and you make it, it's like, it could have been a totally different day. Correct. Yeah. Like, no, big time. Right, and, it's uncomfortable. Like I'm already a little bit nervous and now, I'm, and then I have this uncomfortable yardage and, and whatever. Not so. good thing. But it's weird because I don't know if it's just me and maybe people that are listening have the same thing, but like, I am always kind of nervous on the first tee. Doesn't really like, whether it's just like playing with my buddies, like on a random Saturday or like anything, like first tee is always just like a little bit heightened for me. And then after I got done with the first tee shot, I was like, oh, I'm going to be good. Like, let's go. I just striped that down the middle. And then just a bad number, just a, ah, just a not, yeah, not a good one. But it was a really good experience. I got to see like a bunch of like 
really, really good golf. And yeah, I will say, and, and I know this has nothing to do with the fact that I was already going to miss the cut. Like 17, had, my second day had nothing to do with me making the cut, but I think that it was just not my day because I literally flushed a pitching wedge from 140, hit the flag stick, and it kicked 30 yards off the green, like over the car, at the car path into the shit. And I was just like, well, that just went from a one to a five. So yeah. now, now we're just, now we're just done. So All right. I know we got a lot to cover, but in your background there, Tom, I see uh, Rocco and uh, Tiger going, and I yes. just got this beauty framed. How about Ooh, this? Wow. And for those of you not watching on YouTube, that is a 2008, like sort of painting or just kind of an ode to yeah, the- this guy that does, he does art for all the majors. Um, L- Lee Wybranski. Yeah. Lee Wybranski. Yeah. He, he did the, uh, he's an awesome guy and he does all the majors and like, I love, I love, he does great artwork. So he did the uh, logos and all the branding for Belmont here in Richmond. Oh, yeah. Really? Hell yeah. 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 Well, no free ads, ads, but Lee Wybranski, <laughs> go get it. <laughs> But yeah, so Colorado Open is good, but you know, yeah, cool. on, to, on to the Arizona Open. I'm excited. I'm hitting it against nice. also. Nice. All right. Get us going, Rosie. Sorry, that was off track. No, you're good. 3M Open. Scott Piercy. Couldn't get it done. Finale. <laughs> is Finale a closer now? What happened there? <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think he's, he putted great. That's, that's a positive because he usually puts like dog on Sunday. So he putted phenomenal. Yeah. What was going on with Piercy? Uh, I, I saw he was like taking his shoe off. He had a blister or something. He was taking his shoe off and walking in a sock around the golf course. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll give a little insight. So I, we never played with him when I was caddying out there, but I mean, guys would just always say he, he was a little different, you know, mm-hmm. here and there and um, kind of um, marched to the beat of his own drum a little bit. And that clearly was taking place when he was, uh, walking around with no shoe on his right foot. Like you'd think you'd have, uh, if you were leading a PGA tour, have shoes that were fitting well and, um, were comfortable. So I don't know. That's, I think that's just sort of who he is and his personality, but, um, you know, you hate to see a guy do that, right? Like no matter who it is, like, you know, I, I don't agree with, uh, even if they're a QAnon supporter. Yeah. I don't agree with some of what Scott Piercy is always like said, but you know, like I still can feel for the guy, right? Like he had a a five shot lead on Sunday and he lost. So that sucks. I think he Um, lost five shots in three holes or something with triple, a double, maybe I'm not quite sure, but it was a bad run. Yeah. My, uh, buddies on our group text was like who is this piercy guy and i said he's just an alt-right pro golfer <laughs> <laughs> yeah that meme's gnarly maybe should i put the meme at the very end of the pod so everybody yes, you should. Talk about no 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 <laughs> no but uh, uh yeah. well, 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 well title is foot joint dropped him uh the day that he posted it so i think that's all people need to know um and if you want to see it you can it's easy to find it's easy yeah. crazy fun um i don't know about you guys but i never thought this scott piercy was gonna hold like pull this one out like really when we went to bed on saturday i was just like well i mean he's not i don't think he's actually gonna do it i know he yeah. had a big lead but he just doesn't i mean he hasn't been in contention in like a long ass time i just feel like those boys are really good true boys are and really female good. interestingly you know last year the whole narrative for forever it seemed like was you know, he was top five. I mean, hell, he had so many runner-ups and thirds and just couldn't get it done. And um, this year, he's actually kind of struggled. 
Um, but he has had a couple really nice performances despite missing a lot of cuts. I think he only had like one top 30 in a major this year, but, um, you know, he has gotten hot a couple of times and was able to close the deal. So good for him. He's, you know, he's getting comfortable in the, in the, you know, getting into the winner circle at least. Yeah. And I, I got a shout out my guy, Mark Urbanic, William and Mary. He's uh, the caddy for Tony Finau. Great dude. Oh, okay. He's one of the guys that I sort of traveled around and hung out with. And um, How know. did he get linked up with Finau? Um, I, I don't know the exact story. I, I had stopped catting when that happened. He, he catted for James Hahn for a long time. So when James Hahn like, won Wells Fargo and um, was won a couple other times, I think, with him, I'm, I'm not exactly sure. But Urbanic's a really good player in, um, in himself and – um, super nice guy. Couldn't be, I mean, if Piercy was going to blow it and lose like Fina, I mean, Tony and Mark are just, you know, they're, they're the best. They're, they're great dudes. And, uh, nice to see them kind of pull it out. Like we said, we've seen, we've seen Fina come really close and not putt well on Sunday. And actually I was, I just briefly looking at some stats, but he didn't putt Fina. I mean, his ball, he, he out hit everyone for the week and um didn't putt that well thursday through saturday and then actually putted really well on sunday um so a little bit of a change for him maybe that sort of turns a corner who knows um going into the fedex cup playoffs here but um it wouldn't surprise me at all if he if he hits it like that and is putting well the guy's gonna be really really hard to beat so glad super happy for him and especially for mark is one of my buddies so that's great that's huge yeah so Cool. I'm trying to see where he is in the president's cup standings. Cause if he gets on like a heater, I feel like he's a guy that he could do like a Billy Horschel, like circa 2018 or 19, wherever the hell he like went off. I feel like he's a guy that could just pop off and like play really well. Where the yeah, hell? No I mean, he's, you know, like I say, he hasn't had the best year, but um, certainly uh, a win. He, he's in seventh. So I think he's, he's going to make the team. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. in okay. seventh. I saw the win just like moved him up to 17th in the FedEx Cup. So he was like down in the 30s. Yeah, he went 40s, from a, but... in, in the President's Cup standings, he went from 11 to 7. Like oh, that. wow. That's really a dead. big jump. That's a big jump in, in the President's Cup for sure. Because that's yeah. good for him. That's, yeah, that's putting him inside, not having to get picked. Winning these off week events. I mean, this that's like winning any other PGA Tour, you know, like I know it's <laughs> not as strong, but like we would always look at that. Like the money's usually about the same, the yep. is the same. Like it's. Yep. <laughs> guys are taking off the summer and it's a great opportunity for, for some of these guys that maybe haven't had a great year or whatever to go in. And Tony took, took advantage. So pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, the FedEx cup doesn't, uh, doesn't factor in strength of field, which is probably a mistake, but Hey, 500 FedEx cup points for this, just like you would get at Memorial or, or, you know, anything or Riviera. So, you know, this is what it is. Speaking of these off, uh, off weeks, uh, Dustin, I know you like these off weeks with your picks. How'd we do this week? Yeah, so a little bit of a struggle this week. Yeah, I was just telling you guys before we came on that uh, both I've given out my, my picks twice on the podcast, and uh, both times I've gone over three. So no more of that. I'm just going to uh, maybe give out my winner on the podcast from now on. And uh, no, just looking back, like, I don't know, you can always look back and like say, oh, I was dumb and whatever. But like, hey, I'm ready to rock this week. I, I like, I've just given a brief look at the odds um, and we'll, we'll put it out on Instagram tomorrow uh, for everybody to see, but um, pretty good field, you know, good odds, but yeah, Chaz, I don't know. He's old and yeah, he only missed it. I love that pick too. I love, yeah. That. 
I did too. He only missed three or he shot four over the first day and he was in like 120th. I'm like, Oh no. And then he shoots three under to make the cut on the number at one over. So I'm like, Oh, okay. And then he, and then I think he's two under through nine holes um, on Saturday. And I'm like, Oh man, he's going to backdoor this top 40 and I'm going to fucking win this bet. Uh, (laughs) But uh, wasn't to be. So anyway, Hey, scared money. Don't make money. I'm ready to rock this week. So let's go. And I think that Sung Jae or Sung Jai or however the hell you tr- yeah. tried to pronounce his name last week, that was just definitely a spite spite play versus Trey. So we don't even need yeah. to we don't even need to count that one. You're over two. Yeah, over two. Whatever. Yeah, over two. Over two. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, besides besides the meltdown, I don't like. I, I thought it was a great event, and I know that Tony like came out on top, which is great. But besides, that, I don't really have too much interesting stuff to say about it. I'm I'm more looking forward was, to this coming week. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. Two. Two, two just little side side stories, I guess. Uh, Calum Taren continues oh, a yeah. great, yeah. A great run. Point. He finished up, yeah, he finished up T seven. Um, I think he's cashed almost. That might he might have crossed the million dollar mark for the year with that. So, um, great job to uh, Callan. and then uh, Jeff Overton. A pretty cool story. If you guys saw, he had um first start in I think four years or five years. He had routine what was supposed to be routine back surgery, if there is such a thing, um, back in like 2016. And he had a life-threatening bacterial infection that came from it. And he ended up having to, uh, you know, sit out for years. And he, he finally made it, you know, his return. He obviously got a medical exemption. And um, this was his first start back after like a four-year journey. So good for him. Uh, he didn't play particularly well, but, but you know, I think he finished um, towards the bottom, maybe beat 10 or 12 guys, but uh, always good to see a guy get back out there after a tough ordeal like that. I feel like this is the year of the comeback story. Who's the uh, <laughs> the guy that uh, that drinks his piss? He's coming back. Jeff Overton's coming back. <laughs> you know, there's all, they're all coming back. Morgan, yeah. Yeah, Morgan Hoffman. Now we just need AK. We just need oh, Anthony man. Kim to come back. That would, that would just make, that would make the greatest year of comebacks ever. Yeah, he's not coming back. he's not coming back unfortunately um yeah no i'm i'm with you kind of a whatever piercy blew it you know great winner couldn't ask for a better guy but looking for i mean zalatoris cam young's playing this upcoming week like it's gonna be a little bit more uh my eyes will my eyeballs will be on the tv so yeah i saw it looked like a pretty decent field and rocket mortgage i mean you know i feel like it kind of gets joked on as a you know another one of these sort of weaker weaker tournaments but um detroit golf club classical donald ross course it's actually really neat to watch um on tv so i'm actually pretty excited about this weekend this yep, is this is the week of my famous bet on curtis thompson my, what was my that? 50 dollars it was like top 40 bet and no it was top 20 it was top 20 bet it was like 50 bucks to win like 700 or something. And he like came in like T19 or 21st or I I won by like a smidge. Mm-hmm. And I think that now this year, because Brandon Matthews is playing on um, a sponsor's exemption, I think I have to do the same bet on Brandon Matthews. I, I love it. I think I have to. Yeah. I'm pumped for him. I think he, I honestly think he has right. to, like to like win every time he tees it up and he could definitely. Right. And uh, Bryson, we saw Bryson really overpower that golf course a few years ago, and Brandon's obviously got that kind of that kind of speed, that kind of length. So maybe that's a good a good sign. Yeah, and he puts yeah. the living shit out of the ball. Yeah, this the, I think this is the event right where Bryson uh, turned around and gave the cameraman a little bit of a 
peace of mind after a bunker shot on 17 after you'd like drove it up by the green and yes that's that, right i think that's I when everyone that. sort of got to see the real bryson so yeah, yeah. i forgot about that well didn't he get mad at him because he was like he on was him for too long he was whining that he was on him too for too long too close i'm like dude you're playing professional golf on tv like what the guy's doing his job I mean, yeah i think he, he there was some comment about like you're you're not like my image is important. Yeah. You're not doing anything. You're like, okay, buddy. Like, all right. <laughs> calm down. Nobody cares that much. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's in the live tour. So now it doesn't matter. Wait, isn't there a live event this week too coming up? There is. Yeah. Oh, back. baby. Let's they're go. Back. I can't yeah, wait. They're at, uh, they're at Trump Bedminster in New Jersey. Um, I guess it starts Thursday. Are they doing a Thursday through Saturday deal again? That's yeah, right. Yeah. That's just what they do now, I guess. Man, I guess I guess we're excited about that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm pumped. Is I, I hope Cam Smith plays. Is I hope he's got this Australia team going. I don't know. Yeah, he doesn't have a deal yet. Um, he doesn't have a deal I, yet. Yeah, I was just looking at it. Um, I think the, the most interesting thing, and and not to get too serious, but. Um, quite a few um, 9-11 families are going to be protesting outside the event. Yeah. Um, so I think it's going to be, Oh, wow. they already were, they already were in Portland, but yes, I, I heard it's going to be an even more. Well, it's in New Jersey. It's it, right exactly. Bedminster is you yeah. know, less than an hour from New York city. I mean, it's going to be, exactly. it's going to be by far the most sort of contentious we've Ooh. seen, seen this get. So um, some to keep an eye on if you're watching mm-hmm. or whatever, but uh I will be very interested to see see how it goes because yeah. I think anything could happen. I'm kind of surprised yeah. that, you know, Liv is our – I don't know. I'm almost surprised we're not hearing more about it already, but maybe that will ramp yeah. up in a couple of days. Here. I was going to say the same thing. I'm surprised that I haven't heard of it. Well, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with Liv. I guess they'll have a big draft party and redo the teams all over again and all that nonsense. So, you know, it's hard to say uh, – what we're looking forward to there. Cause I don't know who's playing for who or what, but yeah, I'll, I'll just do a quick ad. The, um, I listened to Charles Barkley was on Dan Patrick this morning and talked a little bit about it. And Charles is the most honest guy, you know, on, mm-hmm. on TV and, uh, being an analyst for basketball. And, uh, the rumor is that there's a big deal coming his way to announce golf. And, Dan really pushed him and I liked it. Go listen to the interview if, if you want to. Um, no free ads, but Dan Patrick podcast is, is really good. And Charles basically said, it's about the money for me. You know, I'm going to go do it for the money. And, and it was, I don't want him to go because I love what he does on TNT and I love sort of how he is, what he, what he does for the golf game, for golf and whatever. So anyway. And also, uh, Barkley commentating golf, like, yeah, maybe that's that's totally fine once a year in these match deals or whatever. Right. But is he really gonna be a valuable like I actually think he's just gonna kind of take up I don't know, it just kind of adds to the clown show effect of it. Um I completely agree. I mean, I love and I love Charles, but like if you're watching golf, that's not I mean, I don't know, I just feel like he's gonna take up airspace. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he and David not, not really have anything valuable to add, you know. He and David Ferry together that that's gonna be, it's gonna be entertaining. Yeah. Oh, fun fact! I uh, took a tequila shot with Charles Barkley once. Wow. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that story at Bogey. Oh, did I tell you that? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Because I took you there, buddies, buddies, buddies at buddies. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's Great a player. large, large, large human being. Not just, I mean, he's like six eight, but he's also just like the widest person I've ever seen. Yeah. And, and I and I and and I asked him if I could buy him a shot, and he said, Nope, but I'll buy you one. What you want? <laughs> <laughs> and then we took a Patron shot together. So yeah, yeah. so I, I hope that he doesn't go. Yeah. But it's another thing to sort of, you know, lives making noise here. So we'll just, just keep an eye on it. But yeah, for sure. Um, I had a, uh, actually a tournament I was even more interested in than the, uh, than the uh, 3M this weekend, the Evian championship, which is a major on the LPGA. Obviously not one of their bigger ones. You know, it's not the U S women's open or the, or the women's PGA or women's British. It's, you know, fourth or fifth down the line out of their five, five majors. But, um, Brooke Henderson, who I've always really liked, she's, um, you know, from Canada, she won a major at age 18, six years ago. She's been kind of looking for that redemption, um, for that, for that comeback. She's really struggled for, I, I read that 2019 to 2022, she was in a win, uh, you know, winless drought. And then in June, she's, her putting has been really holding her back. And in June, she switched to a left-hand low for the first time in her life. She tried something other than conventional. Since then, she, after winning the Evian, she now has two wins and five straight top 15s since going left-hand low. That's pretty wild. I I was kind of thinking about times that I've switched something up and how you kind of get hot right after that. Have you guys ever had a situation like that? The honeymoon phase. It happens with every putter I've ever owned. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, I have like a week and a half of just like, I make everything. And then after that, it either goes cold or just goes to like normal. The, yeah. uh, the, the, the other thing that's kind of neat. So <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever seen this, but she used to use a 48 inch driver. She's probably like five foot three, five foot four. Um, but she was actually affected. It's funny. Cause you know, when they made that role, the USGA, implemented the rule that was it 46 or 46 and a half is now the it was max despite Phil because he had a 40 yeah. never well it affected like two people Phil Mickelson <laughs> and Brooke <laughs> Henderson she used a 48 inch driver and choked up on it all the way down to the shaft it was just like which looked really always looked really odd and people asked her about it and she said look I don't know why it works but it works so she did the same a, thing Anthony yeah. did the exact same thing so you know here's this little five foot three girl using a 48 inch driver she had to cut it back to 46 but sounds like that might not have been a bad change after all probably not but then um the other note on the evian that was really cool so brooke henderson made a about an eight footer to win on the final hole for birdie now the runner-up was an american sophia schubert who's in her rookie year her career earnings to date uh, she turned pro a couple years ago. She's won a couple like Symmetra Tour, Epson Tour, like mini tour events. But her uh, career earnings on the LPGA to date were $89,000. And she finishes second out of nowhere. She's 283rd in the world, wins 586K for second place. Um, so, you know, it's it's kind of cool, right? Like, and she was just, she was just over the moon happy with how she played and how she finished. So, you know, the whole like, um, you know, yeah, you get to have a winner, but like sometimes having, you know, the runner up story, like agony of defeat or whatever. Well, you don't, you don't have that in this situation. Like she's thrilled to finish second and cash that big paycheck. Um, so I thought that was a pretty cool runner up story. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I remember back from my playing pro golf days, uh, e-golf guys, you know, it was so competitive 
and Harmon and Kisner, you know, these guys were out playing e-golf events and they'd Monday in and all of a sudden you'd see them on Sunday with a chance to win on the corn fair. But, you know, even if they didn't and they finished third or fifth or whatever it was, they'd come back ecstatic, right? Because they'd made whatever it is, 25K or 50K or whatever. And it's like, wow, that's yeah. a, that's a, that's sort of a game changer for your year, for your outlook, for everything. So, um, congrats to her. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a great story. And I was thinking like, she's made 89 grand this year. That's virtually nothing. Right. When you think about how much travel went into that, I mean, they go all over the world. She basically, you know, they're probably not done much better than break even. And now she's got half a mil in the bank and ready to keep rolling. So cool. I always get excited when I hear girls getting bigger, bigger purses. I know the women's U.S. or U.S. Women's Open was like the biggest purse, I think. Right? Mm-hmm. It was like yeah, the they're, they're really head. they're really pushing it there. Yeah, the um, you know, it was just like two years ago, the first ever winner's check was a million bucks for the U.S. Women's Open, and now I think all five majors have a check of a million or more. So that's awesome. great. Yeah. Um, and then uh, see, <laughs> little senior golf, senior British Open, Darren Clark became the fourth player ever to win the open championship and the senior open championship. Any guesses who the other guys were? Uh, Bernhard Langer. No, no, surprisingly. Well, he never won a, an open. Oh, he never won an open. Um, Tom Lehman. Tom Lehman. No, I don't know. I'm just naming uh, old guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's Tom Watson, Gary Players, or Bob Charles, and now Darren Clark. Um, I actually caught the last few holes of it. Um, you know, it, it, it was cool to, for me being, you know, Dustin and I are the same age. Like it, the leaderboard is kind of filled with guys that we grew up watching in the nineties. Uh, Ernie was up there, Patrick Harrington, Monty. Y E Yang was actually up on the leaderboard. Y E uh, yes. Which is, yes. Which is wild. <laughs> but, um, you know, I certainly don't sit around watching champions tour very often, but Hey, senior British open with some of those guys up top. And you can see how much it meant to Darren Clark. So that was pretty cool as well. Darren Clark's awesome. I know, I, awesome. Yeah. I know he got a, a, like a ton of love when he won the British Open. So yeah, he was just, I think he's just like a really well-liked guy just in general. For sure. Yeah. No, I know when he won, he was, he was working with Dr. Otella who's here in Charlottesville. And um, I see every now and then. And um, I know that Dr. Otella is uh, on his high horse there with, with Darren, <laughs> but both of them. That's, that's pretty cool. Absolutely. And then uh, we'll, we'll talk about the uh, U.S. Junior boys uh, real quick. They're in Bannon Dunes. The U.S. Junior girls was last week. A 15-year-old Yana Wilson won. Uh, she's had a hell of a two weeks. She went 3-0 and in that uh, AJGA Wyndham Cup last week, leading the West uh, to victory for, the, um, for that AJGA event. And then she moves right into the U.S. Junior girls at Old Stone Club in Kentucky and goes six and zero to win uh, to win the U.S. Junior Girls. So that was pretty cool. She gets a exemption. Think about this: fifteen year old girl. She gets an exemption into next year's U.S. Women's Open at Pebble Beach, and an exemption into Anwa at Augusta. So just like that, oh. fifteen year old girl, and uh, she's got Pebble <laughs> and Augusta to look forward to next year, which I think is really sick. And uh, also, it was really cool. She had a local caddy on her bag. Look like about a college age guy. And the first thing I noticed when I turn on the TV, he's got, you know, the big letter hats. Yeah. Uh, G4 hats with the huge letters. His hat just says stoned on it. Stoned. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, they're at Old Stone Club or whatever. 
That's amazing. <laughs> so I guess they sell stoned hats at this uh, course in Kentucky. Which well, now hilarious. I really want to go get a stoned hat. <laughs> that's so perfect. Oh, that's such a good one. Also, the fact that he was wearing it in like a girls' junior event—pretty <laughs> hilarious. Hey, Rosie, real quick, do you know what course the uh, boys are playing at in Bandon? Yeah, so they're doing the same thing that the U.S. Am did uh, two years ago, which is Bandon Dunes and Bandon Trails. Obviously, Bandon Dunes will be the match play course. Sure. And I know you, uh, uh, you know, our audience knows. Uh, I've mentioned a few times I, I was out at Bandon last fall for a buddy's trip. Um, so that was a totally different experience than what you had, Dustin. You actually went out there and played in the US GA four ball. Now I believe, if I'm not mistaken, you you played two different courses, right? You didn't play we did. We played we played Pacific Dunes and um Old McDonald for match play. Um, but we also made it a boys' trip. We we played everything except for trails. Um gotcha. so I don't know that course, but I mean uh, you know, I'm sure you've said it here before, but what a great venue for especially tournament golf. We just, it just is, is fantastic. So, and we'll get to see it on TV for those that want to watch Thursday and Friday evening. It'll be on TV, the semifinals on, or is it Friday, Saturday? I think it's Friday, Saturday. Uh, Friday will be the semifinals. Saturday, the finals will be on. So you'll get to actually see Bannon Dudes on TV again. Uh, I, I was watching excitedly watching the us am there two years ago in advance of my trip to bannon dunes and now it'd be cool to see it on the, on the other side you know since i have been there so i'm really excited to see bannon dunes again and yeah to your point being such a great usga venue it's it's really cool band has made a huge commitment to the usga and they have they have whether it's a you know us women's mid-am or us four ball or us mid-am or you know senior am who knows they have juniors they have something there like every two or three years there will be a usga event there for the next like 30 years um which is really cool including i think a usdm down the road so exciting uh exciting venue and it'll be fun to watch this weekend still haven't been abandoned which really sucks come on tom actually funnily enough i got a text message today from one of my buddies he was like hey golf emergency uh, some, one of my buddies broke his hand. That's on our band trip. We need one more. And I was like, when and how much? And he just texted back. We would leave Wednesday and a lot. And I was <laughs> like, can't, can't do it, dude. I, I wish, I wish I could. Bannon certainly costs a lot of money, especially if you're coming from the East coast and all that. But, um, it's, it's actually, they, they really, really don't gouge you on anything. It's not the pebble beach experience where, you, you know, you really do pay a premium for every aspect of it. I mean, I've priced out Bannon trips and Pebble trips and Bannon's less than half the cost. So they really do a good job of managing it and making it not so crazy. I mean, for instance, like, you know, you're playing 36 whole days out there. You got light, you know, forever out there in the summer and your, your second round of your 36 whole day is half off. So, and it doesn't matter which course you're playing. All the, all the courses have the same fee, right? So, Obviously, we're building in 36 whole days anytime you're going to go out there. And because there's nothing else to do but golf. I mean, you know, you're going to play 36 whole days. So it's cool that they do that. You certainly won't see that at some of the more, you know, um, the pebble beaches and whistling yeah. straights of the world. Just to speak to that, when we were there for the four ball, they, um, if you missed the match play cut, and a lot of guys make, you know, plans and, re- and it's hard to get there, like you said. So travel plans and whatever guys would make to stay, hey, we're going to, we're going to get to the semifinals or whatever you made your yeah. travel plan for. And um, 
and they let everyone that was in the tournament, if you missed the cut, play any course on property for free for the rest of the week. Um, wow, so, that's yeah. the best thing ever. Yeah, it's it's such a you get there. It's wow. all golf. It's all you know. It's such a great vibe, and and they want you to enjoy yourself and play well. And they're and like Rosie said, they're they're not there to gouge you. They're there to help you and and uh, have a great time. So, shout out to uh, Michael Chupka. Yeah, I, uh, I actually played with him. Uh, we played the uh, preserve the par three course one day while I was out there. So it was yeah. really fun. Yeah. Well, now I feel like I just need to withdraw from the wild or the Arizona Open and just get a band. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Um, um, oh, uh, you got anything else, Rosie? I'm going to give out my winner here. Yeah, I got, I got nothing. Um, Maverick McNeely. Mm. Yeah. Wow, that's a name yeah. out of out of kind of pulled out of thin air. A little bit. He's um I'm just looking here. I think he's Maverick he's about tenth or eleventh odds on favorite. Um plus plus four thousand. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine guys ahead of him. So he's tenth. Okay. Um, so it's not he's that had long. a really sneaky good year. He's ready. He's, he's, uh, you know, I know I picked Davis Riley and he missed the cut last week, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's how that last week went. No, he, I've, I have noticed he's, he's, he, like you said, sneaky good year. Um, he is playing some great golf. He just hasn't really made a big splash just yet. But I feel like yeah. he and Cameron Tringali have played like the same season. <laughs> <laughs> they, they've both just like played really, really well in spurts and then they just like haven't quite done it. Is it Tringali yeah. that has like the most career earnings of all time without a win? Yep. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a worse stat than best player to never win a major? I don't know what you mean by worse. I mean, I mean, is that like a, a more annoying stat? Like, I, I mean, I, nobody wants to be called the best player to never win a major, which would be Tommy Fleetwood right now. Is my get. Tommy Fleetwood. Oh, yeah. I guess Cam. Yeah, I guess it was Cam Smith. It was for a Cam while, Smith, but, but now Cam. Yeah. Smith, so I would say it's Tommy Fleetwood now. I mean, hmm. would you say that Will's Alatoris is? Ah, yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a it's a good debate now, right? Like, for yeah, so it's long, a good debate now. It was Sergio and like it was Phil and like mm. it was Ricky for a debate. long time, and now it's not. <laughs> right. It was Ricky for a long. Yeah, you're right. So that that's you know we that's a really that's a really good question. We should we should uh, talk about that next week. Yeah, actually, we're gonna pencil that in. That'll be a, that'll be a topic for next week. Bang. I like it. All right. <laughs> Um, all right. So why don't you put, why don't you put, uh, on, on the story, why don't you put four options for people to choose a little poll, little poll, find the best four options you can come up with, you know, like that. um, and then we'll Fleetwood, Zalatoris and, and who, uh, and whoever else you come up with and we'll see what people have to say. All right. Oh, Patrick Cantley, maybe. Oh yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Now now has got to be in the Finale's now. It's a good one. All right. We're, we, 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 yeah, we got to stop. All right. Um, <laughs> good, good pod uh, onto the round table. Hopefully we'll be interviewing Carlson at some point might be tomorrow. So look for that. Cheers. Cheers.